good afternoon or morning or whenever you're listening to us. Welcome to TV Talk with the Sisters. I'm Karen. And I'm Regina. And we are here today to talk to you about two shows that we really like. We're giving a shout out to our sisters in Africa. Yay! And uh, the shows we're going to talk about today is uh, Queen Sono, which is a series on Netflix, and the Ladies' Number One Detective Agency, which is a series on HBO. Now, just so everybody knows, Queen Sono came out in 2020, but the Ladies' Detective Agency is a little bit older. I'm 2008. 2008, okay. 2009. Okay, 2008, 2009. So, but we still love it and we still want to encourage people to go and check it out because it's a really good series. And like I said, it just gives a shout out to Africa. And the beautiful thing about both of these stories, the thing that I've fallen in love with, is it tells a story from a people who are surrounded by each other. And so there's... There's certain things that happen in American stories when there are people of color in it versus you don't see this in these African stories because, you know, they're majority. And so, and I mean, I just love the whole, the whole city of, um, I can't say Gabani, although the G is. They're in, they're in Botswana. Yeah, but I forgot the name of the actual city. Okay, but they're, they're in the country of Botswana and I believe Queen Sono is South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you said people surrounded by each other for a minute, I thought, well, okay, that doesn't, what do you, I see what you're saying. There are stories about uh, people who all look the same. Yes. Okay. Every, and so there's, there's no. a difference in how that they react to each other and the way the stories are told, you know? Yeah, I just love. It's just so fun. At first, I thought, oh, I don't know what that means. But you're pretty much saying they're telling stories and everybody in the story is African or Black or that they are the majority in these series. And we're not... Okay, and and you know what? Not everybody in the story is that color or that particular from there. But there's a different way to react when you're the majority. Yeah, 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 I get it. You're saying they're the majority in these in these two series, and so it gives you a different dynamic. I can I can tell you, um, and we can start with the ladies' number one detective agency, and it is filmed in Botswana, which is in the southern part of of Africa. And the thing that immediately got me was how much they celebrate Africa in this show. I mean, from the opening credits where they're showing you the beauty of the land and the people and the culture and the customs. And the music. Yes, it is just Africa, Africa, Africa. And I just, I love it. Having been to to the southern part of the continent a couple times, it just made me just ready to go back. It's like I miss it. I miss it. Seeing this show, I just miss it because it's just so, it's like a love note to Africa, I think. Yes, 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 yes. And I just love the whole, the whole pride. The, there's a joy there. 
yeah. that you don't see other places and it's just so thick and so rich and just the way they interact with each other and the number one ladies detective agency and I remember seeing the show when it first came out and it stars Jill Scott Anika Noni I cannot remember Anika's last name Noni Rose yes and a bunch of other British actors but they British I say African but go on I know because that means you won't get in trouble and I will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, and, and and she starts telling this story about this woman who struggles with herself in becoming what it is she wants to become. And her, her goal is to become a detective. And she finds that she feels that she would be the only lady detective in Botswana. And so she names her agency the number one uh, ladies detective agency. And she goes about trying to figure out how to be a detective. And she's very good at figuring out how to solve people's problems. And I love how they just take something as simple as, you know, a detective and go, you know what, here's what this is. I'm going to help you solve your problems. And that, that's what brings me joy. And that was just so refreshing for a story, for um, a woman of color to be the lead, to be spreading joy and solving people's problems. Because you know what? We solve people's problems all the time, but we don't, usually, we don't usually find that much joy in it, you know? Yeah, and that is the great part is that this is a an African lady who has a, a, a job that's not a typical job that you would see a woman in, in, uh, in Africa, uh, I guess. She's not part of a police department or anything. She's a private detective and she opens up her own business and she goes about solving problems. And that's her whole thing. I'm here to help people solve the mysteries in their lives. And it just gives you a great glimpse into the lives of many African people. And like I said, the country and the customs and all of that. And, you know, shout out to Jill Scott, who did a wonderful, wonderful job as the lead in this. And I know, you know, we could argue back and forth on whether they should have gotten a an actor from from Africa, but I believe she did a great job in in the role and love that a lot of the actors that are surrounding her and that are playing pivotal parts in this are African actors. And I just I just love it. I just love it. And again, because it makes me miss Africa again and it just reminds me of the pride and the love of uh, the people of, of Africa and just being there in that culture, so rich, you know? And like you said, you don't see a lot of um, shows where everybody's, you know, Black, African, or whatever, and they're all interacting in such a great way. I just think it's a good show for anybody who who wants to watch a show about, you know, some whodunits and just everyday problems that people go through. And um, 
know, playing this role, trying to, uh, this woman's trying to find her place in this society. And I think it's just a great and encouraging story for her. And the cool thing is she still has like everyday problems. Like, you know what? She is a plus size woman in a world where folks are not plus size. And so, you know, at one point I remember some girls walked by and called her the size of a baby elephant. You know what? And this, that'd have been a fight. (laughs) That'd have been a fight. You know what? She just, she took it, but you know, she's the hero in this story. She She is a lot of stuff like that. And so it was really, really, it's really good in that aspect. But I remember I saw this show when it first came out on HBO in 2008, and I was in love with it. I just thought, wow, because especially back then, there was nothing like it. There were no stories that were all encompassing like this, that just told regular everyday stories about people of color because usually you know back then if you were a person of color and you was in there you had some kind of role you was either bringing the funny or you was bringing the this or you know what i'm saying it was something out of the ordinary you weren't the ordinary thing in a in a story and so i really love that aspect of it there were only seven episodes done because this this series was not renewed but the other cool thing about this these seven episodes, which each episode's about 40 minutes, a lot of actors came out of this. A lot of big actors came out of this. Yeah, I noticed there were a lot of uh, great actors. Idris Elba was in an episode, and um, David, David. I cannot pronounce David's last name, but he played. Oh, David O. Okello, I forget his name, but he was in Selma. Yep. And uh, he was in something else, and I can't think of it now. And uh, Akina Noni Rose was in Dreamgirls. And it was just, you know, it's, it's, it was just good TV. I mean, and, and the fact that she's a plus-size woman just adds to the whole uh, love and pride of it, you know? Yes. And a couple of times, you know, you, you mentioned the one time where the women said she looked like an elephant, but there was another time where uh, I think they were, some other lady was kind of calling her fatty and she was like, oh no, I'm normal size. I mean, she took pride in who she was, what she looked like, and she always looked so beautiful in the dresses and the head wraps, and she just showed different aspects of African life, like I said, that just made me miss Africa from the orphanages that take in the the children that are without parents, respect for the elders when you're going to an elder's home, and the traditions that they have there in Africa. I mean, I just loved it. I was just sitting there, just brought back good memories, really good memories of being in Africa. And, of course, the part that trips us both out is this is all based on books that was written by a white man. Alexander Alexander McCall Smith. Yeah. It was just like, wow, because I remember when I first saw the series, I, was, I, was, I loved it. I fell in love with it. I couldn't wait. I started reading the books, and I went, wait a minute, because the books are very good. The books are very good. He captures the spirit of what it is they have done in the show. And... Um, but to say that this story is told by a white man is kind of like, wow. It's kind of yeah. 
especially, yeah. I mean, once you see the series and you feel it and you become a part of it, it'll just kind of be like, wow, okay. Because you know what? When these actors took on this, they took it on and they did a really good job. They did. They did. And like she said, the books are excellent. I I uh, have some of the books and they kind of, excuse me, they stick to the storylines. And so you can watch the series on, excuse me, you can watch the series on HBO and then maybe pick up some of the books and read the books because I think you can still get the love and the feel and the pride of Africa from the books. And they're a good read. They tell good stories. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I was thinking about it the other day, because, you know, when I first time watched it, I was totally, you know, wow, overwhelmed with it. But as I was watching it the other day, I was thinking, okay, now some of that's a little unreal. And that, you know what, she is very confident in what she does. And so sometimes she will rush head on into a situation. And I was thinking, Oh, see, she could have got beat up over that because she went in there all by herself, unarmed, and she just figured out she would just figure her way out of it. And uh, so there will be a few moments when stuff is like, you be like, girl, please, you better take a stick in there with you to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does rush in some situations. She said, I'm made of tough stuff. And you're kind of like, girl, can you fight though? But can you fight? <laughs> Yeah, like when she go out to the witch doctor's house, talking about, you better tell me where that boy is right now. And I'm thinking, you ain't got nothing in your hands. You by yourself. What What you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, but you know, she look kind of like she could plant her feet and throw a punch, though. She do, don't she? You gonna walk up on somebody. You better be ready. But it, it's a really good series. And as I said, it just shows you the beautiful landscape of Africa. It's gonna make you want to go, y'all. It really will. It really, really will. So on this one, I'm going to give this one a, I am all in on this. And you I will be too. Very much all in on this one. Very much. I wish there was other seasons. I wish we could get somebody to pick it up and at least do a movie or something because it just it's just such a beautiful, beautiful show. And I think people would want to to see it. Yes, I think, especially in today's world, because, I mean, she is a positive image. Here is this plus-size woman who says, you know what, I'm going to be what I'm going to be. And as she struggles to become, you know, this detective in a place where women don't do this kind of stuff, where she does it anyway, I mean, what an amazing role model. Yes. Yes. Great message. Great message. And now, our next show... I am off the chain about this next show. I um, saw this on Netflix, and I remember I was just scrolling one day, and I said, let me check this out. And Queen Sono. This also is a show. It's new to Netflix. It is produced in, uh, it's produced in Africa, shot in Kenya, Tanzania, and Nigeria. And it's the first of what they call the African original series. And so there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out of Africa now. And I'm going I'm to say, y'all get on the boat early. Get on it early so you will know what's going on. But it's one of the first, um, one of the first original series coming out of Africa. And this one has just been uh, set to go for season two. So let me tell y'all, watch season one this summer watch it before they come on back because let me tell you this story is action 
packed. Yes, I really loved Queen Sono because this is a Queen Queen Sono is a female uh, intelligence agent or a spy, and she works for this organization in South Africa, and they go after you know people who are you know trading weapons or secrets or all kind of bad guy stuff. And let me tell you, she is tough, okay? Baby, she this is James Bond. If James Bond was a black and a woman. Yes, this, I mean, Queen Sono is all that and a bag of chips, as the kids used to say. She is on it. And I think it is just so wonderful to see her fighting crime in Africa and Showing Africa as being cities and places, yes, metropolitan, yes. and you know, it does. It shows it very metropolis, very. I mean, it's almost as beautiful. I mean, you know, it's just as beautiful as if you were any place else. I mean, it's yeah. just like you were in any other major city, and it. I loved it. I love the way it's shot. I love the way they tell the story. I love that my girl is bad to the bone and she can fight like, wow. Yeah, and and the, the thing about it is it starts to normalize Africa as a, a, a regular place, a big city. You know, because if you look, go back and look at the James Bond movies, Africa has always been this dark, mysterious, evil place full of robbers and and killers and, and third world countries that are not very civilized yes it's just they give this picture of the, these uncivilized people but when you get to queen sono you're seeing africa look like paris or london or new york or chicago it's just a big city with, with well-to-do people, with jobs and cars and nice apartments. And I love that part of it. It's like, this is Africa, right? This is Africa. And in the midst of all of that, they weave in some of the African traditions and uh, culture. You know, when she, uh, because the series is about her, you know, fighting crime or whatever, but also trying to find the person who murdered her mother, who was a freedom fighter, goes on this quest. And this lead is played by, uh, is played by Pearl Tusi. And she is one, uh, she, you can actually see Pearl way back in the beginning. If you watch the, all, the whole series of the number one, uh, ladies detective agency because she actually had a guest starring role on there but now she's got her own series here and she just and she's also spent some time doing some you know usa stuff and so she's she's got some acting chops she's had some experience but she is leading this show and she is power she is she is and as i was saying they show some of the traditional parts also when she goes to visit with her grandmother because she's on this quest to find who killed her mother and uh, parts of her family just want it all to be over and for her to move on. And she's sitting there having tea with her grandmother and they're talking. And again, it took me back to my times in Africa because, you know, the parts of Africa I have gone to, tea time is very important. 
I mean, that's one thing. The British Empire left in Africa. Tea time. They sit down and they have their tea. And then just the respect she showed her her grandmother. And that is a, a huge thing in the African countries I've been to is that that respect for your elders ways just acknowledging them and listening to them. And so I love that they didn't make it too modern, but it's enough for you to get a feel of Africa. And, and again, just like the, the ladies number one detective agency, you just feel this sense of pride. And, you know, I keep saying that about both these shows, but I also want to let people know the plots and the stories are really good in both shows. You know, this is all about how they look. I mean, Sono got a second season. And like she said, like Karen said, watch the first season. Because the second, hopefully, is going to be a continuation. Yes. You know? And I'm telling you, it's action-packed. There are things that happen to where you're like, oh, I didn't, oh, oh, I can't believe that. Oh, my God. And I mean, sometimes you're going to have to rewind that thing. Wait, 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 wait. I missed something here. Let me watch it. Especially because they talk fast. Yes. And a beautiful thing that they do, and in both series that they did this, they would speak English, but they would also speak their mother language. And so they would go in and out. And of course, you know, the whole time I'm watching the number one ladies detective, I'm saying, yeah, ma, yeah, ma, yeah, ra, yeah, ra. You know what? (laughs) I don't know what none of that mean, but you know what? I can talk it too now that I watched all them shows. I know I do that too. I'm like, Coco, Coco, do la ma, do la ra. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I done learned me some Swahili and some this and that. And that is another beautiful part is that, they, they they speak both of the languages in the movie. And so that's why I'm like, man, we need more of this. We need more people to check out these series because they have good plots. They have strong actors in these, in these stories. And we just need to support them more because that's us on those stages, you know? The strong female leads. You know, we're always saying we want good role models. We want women who, and you know what? Here's here, here's some role models. Here's some women who run up against some stuff and they deal with it. We might they not do. always agree with how they deal with it, but they deal with it. One yeah. of the things you don't see in them is them just saying, nah, I ain't gonna deal with it. Yeah. They face it head on. And I think that's what we need. I think sometimes we need those strong role models to help us say, you know what, I'm gonna deal with this. Yes. Yes. And they're not afraid because if you think about it, both of these women are in non-traditional roles. I mean, um, Jill Scott is playing a female detective and Pearl is playing this secret agent person in Africa. And they both go about it using whatever gifts and talents they have. I mean, Pearl's is more of a that type of way, whereas um, Jill is is more thoughtful and cerebral. Yes, uh, she uh, attacks her job and her her conflicts. But both of them show such a diverse picture of women that yes. love. And again, you you get all the Africa that you want, and it's just beautiful. It is. And you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about Sono, and it's something that hits you subconsciously, is they have her in this lead, but her support, <laughs> her support roles are male. So like yes. the people who are the assistants, the people who are, you know, checking the things and setting the appointments, those are men. 
And so yeah. they flip these roles. So it's just kind of like, oh, wow, okay. And the thing yeah. is, there's no conflict. There's no, you know what, I shouldn't be doing this for you type role. It's kind of yeah. like, I'm just trying to do my job the best I can and make things work right, you know? Yeah. And so that was, that's a plus for me about this is it starts not only looking at women in these roles, but it also channels some of guys in these support roles. And you know what? They're good at it. And these yeah. are just saying, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to be good at it. Like one of the challenges towards the end of the number one ladies detective agency is that um, um, Madame Mutusi has a love interest but he is not the kind of guy most folks would say, hey, that's the guy we want. This guy's a mechanic. And he's, you know, just kind of like an everyday, ordinary kind of guy. And he's not the pow, you know, that folks want to say, this is who I'm going out with. And so she kind of has this inner struggle of, do I really like him? I mean, he's my friend, but do I really like him? And so she kind of starts that battle within and outside of these roles and how it's all going to work out. Yeah, he is He is definitely opposite, an opposite for her, not just in job, but in manner and in approach. Mm-hmm. He's such a calm, gentleman kind of guy. And, you know, she is like all over and ready and in your face when she has to be and in control, you know, yes. he to me more as a, he would seem to be more of a, as a typical African male, kind of, but he, he, you don't see those characteristics in him because he is fully supportive of everything she does. Because he's just as surprised as the rest of us. Yes. He is just yes. like, wow, look at her do this. Yes. And so, Yeah. It's, he's very. I, I I love that that they both are surrounded by male actors who are supporting them in these roles as they do what it is they have to do. They are truly the focus of each of the series. They are the leads. They carry it well, and the supporting actors do a very good job in supporting them and holding them up. And I just love to see that flip. And I think little girls. Uh, would love to see that flip also. And old girls and young girls, because like I right. said, it excited me just to see it all and to see these strong figures on uh, on the TV. So I am definitely, if there's something above love it, then that's what I am, because I love <laughs> and everything else, because I think it is just, both of them are just really good shows, really strong, beautiful women. I mean, they just put everything about Africa, I think, on display, and it's just beautiful. It is, and it just gets you, it just makes the culture so fresh and yes. real and fun and not any of the things that we have been taught about it, you know? Yes. It yes. becomes something just new and good, and I just challenge everybody to take this in. Just sit and take this in and glean out of it what you can because, man, I found it all amazing. It it was. They they were both really, really amazing shows. So we strongly encourage you guys to 
Check them out. Again, the ladies' number one detective agency is on HBO. There's also books by Alexander McCall Smith. Yep. Okay. And Queen Sono is on Netflix. Uh, got the green light for season two, but please check out season one. I am telling you, you will not be disappointed. Check it out. Show Africa some love. Girl, girl, we love you. You are kicking butt. Yes. Wait to see season two, girl. You go. Hey. Yes. So that's both. We love it. We love it. Y'all need to check it out. Thank y'all for joining us on TV Talk. You can check us out on Twitter at TV Sisters. And um, we will catch up with you guys next time. All right, y'all be good and go watch TV. Bye, y'all. Bye. Here we go. Thank you for joining us for this monthly podcast of TV Talk with the Sisters. The music for this podcast was created by Dave DeBerry.